All right, Rob, first of all, great to be here in person with you. Nice to nice for you guys to make the trip out here. Appreciate it. Can you believe it's been a year since we last had you on the podcast? No. Oh, how no. things have changed. <laughs> it's craziness. I can't, that year went by so fast, so fast that it was like, I was talking to my wife yesterday and we were like, just preparing for the chub last year or this year. Uh-huh. And now we're like preparing for the chub in Morocco next year already, which is crazy. Yeah. So it went by fast. It just flew by. And it, this is going to be, I've been really looking forward to this because this is gonna be such an interesting perspective because when we last spoke, you had just earned your tour card. Mm-hmm but hadn't played any events yet. Mm-hmm. It was just fresh off the big win, <laughs> which by the way, yeah, I, mean, by the I way. mean, let me tell you something. <laughs> New found respect because after we talked, Mike and I head down there and we played TPC Tampa Bay. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Scramble. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I saw the, I saw that's the right. Listen, didn't have our best stuff. I'll give you that. <laughs> I think I got but you, didn't I? Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. And they just redid it too. Oh, so good. they redid all the greens and redid all the tees yeah. and they just, they just opened it again. So it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. But what you did there. Now, I mean, like I said, news hours. <laughs> I've said this for a long time. I said in some of these tour events, they should have a pacer in the field. They should have a guy like us, 10 handicapped, just go out just there and play. Up. Just to show how good you guys really are. <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> because you guys are out there, you make it look easy. You, and, and But we played it. I mean, the greens, that was a tough golf course. Good golf course. I'm glad you guys uh, played it just to see because, uh, you know, it was was four of my best rounds, you know, to get yeah. there. To get, especially that last round. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and your boys <laughs> down there, Donnie. Steve. Oh, yeah. Steve Ostroff and Donnie. Oh, my God. They're Great the guys. They're the Super bomb. hosts. So yes. thank you. They're cool. So Did you guys have a LeBritz wedge, by the way? We didn't we have the wedge salad. We saw it. We read it. We saw the ingredients because I hate blue cheese. You don't have to have it. You have exactly. a red. Exactly. That's, that's your off. take, right? Yeah. I don't like blue cheese either. That's why you did it. I love it. Yeah. See, it was perfect for you. <laughs> it is perfect. <laughs> well, that's just an excuse to go back. I know. We'll go back and Yeah, because you got to play the redo, right? We got to play the redo and we got to get the salad. So now let's let's get up to speed. We, like I said, where we left off our last conversation, it was like, you know, the, the big feel good story. The, and, and I would encourage anyone who hasn't go back and listen to that episode and get up to speed because it was just, it made the rounds on social media, news outlets, because it was such a great story of you getting onto the tour. What I want to find out was now you've got that card, that first event, the first time you step on the field, so to speak, and you start to see who's out there with you and all that stuff. Is that when it really sunk in? Was it when you when you first got to your first event? I know with the car, a lot of that would sink in. Like you made it, you're on the tour. But what did it feel like that first event? Yeah, that, I mean that's a great question. Uh, I got out there and I, uh, yeah, I mean I I was I just went out there on Sunday. I registered. I've never played Tiburon, so I wanted to get that early to, to play the golf course. And um, you know, Bernard Langer was locker was right next to mine, and I was like, wow. Here we go. It <laughs> begins. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And you get out to the first tee and you got all the signage out there and you're like, wow. And I just turned to my caddy, Todd, at the time. And I was like, Todd, you know, here we are. And he was like, this is so cool, bro. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was good. We, I think we had a good week. I think we finished tied for 19th, maybe our first event at two or three under, I think. Nice. It wasn't, wasn't crazy good, but it wasn't crazy bad. Um, it was, but it was surreal. And then, you know, the adrenaline as you're out there for the first like four or five months was, was insane. And I just, I mean, I know I'm supposed to be there. Right. So I was just happy. Yeah. I'm always happy playing golf. It's just so much fun, especially when you're playing at that level. It's really cool. I think one of my favorite things I saw, and I think this was from the, uh, the, the senior open, but I saw something shared where you hit the tee box and you were just, you had your phone out and you're just recording it and just so obviously soaking it in. And I saw a lot of the comments were like, golf needs more of this. And I think that was just so cool to see that you like it, we 
for us from a fan standpoint, it felt really connected because it felt like vicariously what it would be like to have that dream come true and be there. So it just did that carry on throughout the season? Yeah, that feeling totally, and that became kind of like my signature move on like the last the last day. I'd kind of pull out the uh, the phone, and it wasn't really to to do for social media. Um, it was really just so I'd remember. Yeah, because uh, I like to go back and look at those things uh, because those are the things that pump me up. Yeah, I mean you're like, I mean, you know, the last the last day of the senior open. I mean, I'm playing with Ernie Els and <laughs> and I, and I just took out my phone as I'm walking there, and the next thing you know, he's grabbing me and he's pointing at me, and we had just a great round out there and and i guess that thing went viral too because yeah. i nobody really does that but i didn't know it was my signature move but i guess now it's a <laughs> it's just a fun thing to do um it's like nobody does it but it's what we all would want to do like we just like just felt like in that moment i felt right there with you like that that's the same thing i would do just because you're like because you even said it goes so fast so just even to be able to remember it so how many events did you end up playing in this show? played 26 events yeah, wow. 26 events. And, you know, I can, we're going to go through the whole season. You know, I had some good tournaments and obviously some, some bad tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what I found out, uh, I learned a lot about myself, probably the most I've ever in my life learned yeah. about myself as sure. a, as a mm-hmm. first of all, human and, and then a, a golf pro. And I saw my deficiencies. I saw where I'm good at. I saw, you know, I saw what I liked. I saw what I didn't like. I saw how much I was working. Um, my, my deal this year was to go out there and I told myself when I started the season, I was going to give it 150%. Mm-hmm. And when I say 150%, I was going to get there Monday morning. I was going to play 18 holes, learn the golf course, practice till dark, work out, go to bed. Tuesday, wake up, work out, practice, go play 18 holes, work out, you know, practice, go to bed. Wednesday pro-am, Thursday pro-am, Friday tournament, Saturday tournament, Sunday tournament. Mm-hmm. So I did that pretty much all year, um, which for me, I think it was 210 rounds of just golf this year for me as a, as a PGA professional. That's a lot. That's a lot of rounds. But I got to tell you, by the end of the season, I didn't understand what mental um, tiredness was. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I played okay in the first playoff event. Uh, I believe I finished like 19th. I actually lost a spot. Uh, but then the last two playoffs events, I was grinding so hard that I was just mentally I was mentally tired. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I know I was mentally tired, because I was getting a little frustrated. Mm. for the first time yeah and i don't get frustrated out there i still smiled and did my whole thing but internally i was feeling frustrated so as i reflected uh i got sick after the season ended i was sitting on my couch for about 10 days as i reflected and was writing pages of notes of just like how i felt and what i you know that's how you learn about yourself um i when i read reread the notes i was like okay well wow so you played you played four weeks in a row and you played 30 days in a row you know how how do you how do you maintain mental Exactly. strength 30 days in a row sure i don't know and then you have two or three days off i'd come back here i'd you know you know shake some hands and see some people and then i'd go right back on the road again for three weeks mm-hmm. so mental tiredness is physically i was great yeah mentally I, I started to get a little bit i wasn't hitting great shots right uh, i was making dumb mistakes out mm-hmm. there uh so this year where i finished on the money list um from what i've heard i'm going to get in a bunch of events which is fine my foot is still in the door terrific i didn't ruin i didn't you know, obtained my goal of finishing in the top 36, which was a bummer. Uh, after the season went over, I went a little dark for about a week uh-huh. because, you know, you, you know, you, you, you have these goals, you set them, you want to obtain them. Right? Sure. Um, but, uh, after the season, you know, a bunch of guys came up to me in the tours, came up to me and they said, listen, you're, you're going to, you're going to play in pl- plenty of events next year. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, learn from what you're learning from and, and go out there and, you know, I'm going to win this year. Next year, 2023. 
<laughs> so for, on that note, for our viewers who don't understand maybe how the Champions Tour works, you finished, I believe, in 41st, and 36 so, is the target. Yeah, so there's two lists. There's a money list, and then there's a Charles Schwab cut point list. Right. And the point list is there because when you get into the playoffs, the points start to double as the as the fields are cut. Okay. Okay, so um, I finished actually 37th on the overall money list, and then I finished 41st on the Charles Schwab cut point list, and I gotcha. guess they go off the Charles Schwab cup point list. Mm -hmm. Shane Birch finished 37th on the Charles Schwab cup point list. And I, and by, it was only by like 80 bucks or 90 bucks. It was a very small margin. And I saw him after he, he made bogey in the last hole of the, of the last event to finish 37th. And he, you know, he was distraught and he's yeah. a big, great guy. Uh, and I felt for the guy, right. Sure. Cause you know, yeah. you just, but from what I've heard, uh, I got a great call from Paul Stankowski, uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, he's actually one spot behind me on the money list. And he said, Rob, he goes, I got some good news for you. I did some, I did some, I did some, just some work. I looked at the last four or five years, looked at like 37 from 45. And I, I did all the tabulations and it looks like we're going to play in a lot of events. And he goes, and I just withdrew from Q school. And he's a, he's a, he's a, a space behind me on the money list. Yeah. So he feels that in his position, in my position, that we're going to get in a good portion of the events. Um, cause you know, Fred couples isn't going to play every week. Right. right. Ernie Ells isn't going to play every week. Right. Um, you know, and whereas, you know, guys like me and Paul, we would love to play every week because we're not Fred couples or Ernie Ells. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, right. we're still trying to make our livings. So, yeah. um, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be able to get in a bunch of events and for, it'll probably have to wait until, you know, the Friday before the event to see if I'm actually in. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I've got a, a tour links app, which kind of shows you where you are. And, uh, I think I got a sponsor's invite into the chub, which is one of the first events if I need it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're just going to, we're going to get rolling, man. Yeah. This that's is gonna, awesome. That's great. And I won't have to play on Mondays and Tuesdays anymore because yeah. I've learned all the golf courses. That's the reason I went there. True. There you go. Because right. these guys have been playing these courses for 15, 20 years. I was going to ask you that. I mean, you see some of the winners that like Alcard, like these guys who've won multiple times. Mm -hmm. Is it, they, obviously they're great golfers, but do they just know these courses inside and out or is they just hot this year? Steven Alcard didn't know the courses like, okay. like Ernie does, right. you know, because he was, he's a journeyman and he yeah. played in the nationwide and, sure. and he, he is an inspiration. I mean, yeah. here's a guy, him and his wife, Tanya, they're, they're just great people. He had an unbelievable year. Sure. Um, you know, just my hats off to him because mm -hmm. he's, he's just, just a great, he's a great guy, great ambassador of the champions tour, but he, he did, he kind of one up to me because he didn't see all these golf courses and he went in there and won. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. I mean, it's like, I can't use that as an excuse, right, right. but you know, I'm going to use that as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you, you talked about reflecting on the mental game and now having seen the courses. So how does that change your game plan for next year for the events that you're going to be in? How are you going to approach it differently? Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I won't grind Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. I'll, I'll chip and putt, you know, um, mm -hmm. and then I'll play the Wednesdays and Thursdays pro-ams. Right. And that's how you, you yep. see the golf course, mm -hmm. but you know, I'll go out there and I'll just work in my short game. Um, another thing that I was deficient at, uh, was, uh, my short game because mm -hmm. I played in so many different types of grasses. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, I, I got in certain areas, uh, Alex Chaka is a perfect example. I'm playing off Zoisha. I'm hitting shots and catching them a little heavy and the ball's going nowhere. Alex comes over and he goes, what are you doing, Rob? And I'm like, well, I'm hitting short game shots. He goes, not that way. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> so I got some help from the guys out there that yeah, yeah, played yeah. around yeah. and they were really cool. David Frost gave me some tips, you know, um, you know, Alex Chick has given me some tips. I mean, the guys were genuinely trying to help me out there. So of course, when I went out there and had to learn new techniques for different grasses, then right. I'm putting that in the week too. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're just learning the courses and you're actually working on your technique to get, you know, uh, different grasses. So it was a big learning curve this year. Um, uh, but you know, ultimately 
again, felt pretty upset with myself at the end of the year. Yeah. But after I reflected uh, and talked to a bunch of my sponsors and, and my friends, they're like, listen, you know, you did a great job out there. Well, you set high goals for yourself. Yeah. I think every person does though. Yeah. I mean, you know, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's why I am where I am. Right. Because I, I put those high goals out there because I, I know I've ca- I can obtain them. Mm-hmm. So how so. would you report card grade this year? You know, three top tens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, report card. Cuts I, made. Amazing. I mean, come <laughs> on. You were every, every event for the most part. Well, but, you know, there's no cut on the Champions Tour. <laughs> there's only three rounds except for the majors. <laughs> except for the majors. But I did Excuse make a, I made the cut in uh, the Senior Open. Finished fourth, right? Uh, missed the cut. I was just used to seeing his name on the leaderboard every week. So I just assumed there was that. <laughs> Rob made the cut again I just Rob playing great this week. No, it's okay. Uh, that's one of the good things about being on the Champions Tour. Yeah, true Store, enough. Right? Uh, uh, but your question was, how, what am I going to do for yeah, report card? Great. Report card. I gave myself a D and a C when I first walked off that golf course, right mm. at, at at the SAS or whatever the last event was, Dominion, either Dominion or SAS, and um, you know I was pretty upset. Um, and as I as I reflected. You know, I had so many people in my coaches. Mm. Uh, my coaches actually broke down all my stats, and they showed me where I was. And for every stat, I was above average, except for the uh, the chipping uh, stat, which I was one point below tour average. But I was like 14 points below where Steven Alker was, and mm-hmm. he actually won the Champions Tour Schwab Cup. So mm-hmm. um, I've got some improvement to do. I know where I'm lacking. Yeah. Uh, and next year we're going to be a lot more rested going into these events. There you go. Physically, I was good. Yeah. Mentally, I was gassed. Well, let's talk about that rested for a second because one thing, I mean, one thing to say, and, and, and we talked about this extensively with the last podcast we did with you, is that you're not totally unfamiliar with tournament golf. You know, you've played in, in many majors and things like sure. that. But what is new is playing in this many events. So coming from a guy who also, you've, you've got a family life. You've got yeah. the home. What was that like? physically traveling and, 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 you know, week to week, 26 weeks on the road, at least. Mm-hmm. How did you grapple with that? I've got my wife, Carrie's a rock star. Mm-hmm. She did all my travel. Um, she booked all my stuff. I was going to ask you, wow, yeah, are he, you on Expedia at night doing it? Um, That's great. That was my wife. That's she's, awesome. She is a rock star. I couldn't have done it without her. Yeah. You um, learn how much of a team is around people it, when you see that. It, mm-hmm. I, it, I have a huge team. Glenn Arbor, uh, yeah, the sure. assistants, my trainers, my coaches, my wife, my family, my uh, my friends, you know, other golf pros. Jerry mm-hmm. Kelly was part of my team early. Alex Chaka became part of my team. Yeah. David, Any guy who gave me a tip was part of the team. Right, right. Uh, and a lot of guys out there were, were kind of pulling for me, which was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I just feel comfortable. I, I feel like I just belong out there and I, I love being out there with That's those great. guys you know i just love it i mean he tells it just you, you could tell in your face i mean you walking up at the pure on pebble beach you just don't look you're like i'm here i'm walking up the fairways nobody's here right. it's like yeah. it's 70 degrees right. and there's not a cloud in the sky and the, yeah. the ocean's calm and you Pinch got me yeah exactly. it was it was crazy. wow yeah so your wife was helping with the, arranging the travel and then you were just physically on the road is this a lot of driving flying like what were the i think a lot of us who are wondering what it would be like again like living vicariously to be on tour in that capacity what was it just like getting around week to week? Yeah, I mean, it's not as glamorous as y'all think. Yeah. I mean, it truly isn't. Yeah. That's know? what we wonder. You yeah, know? you you know, you after Sunday, Sunday, I didn't drink during the week at all. I, I don't drink, but Sundays is you know after we finish a tournament, I have a couple cocktails, right? Right. Um, so I generally either flew out Sunday night or Monday morning. Um, I would get to the golf course by about eleven or twelve o'clock. My caddy would meet me there. Uh, we'd practice for an hour or so. We'd go out and play eighteen. We'd practice till it got dark. We'd have some dinner, uh, work out, go to bed. Mm. Um, wake up the next morning, you know, work out, right back get up, practice, you yep. know, go play 18 holes, um, practice after, you know, stretch, work out again, eat, go to bed. 
it's kind of lonely. You know, you're not always eating with people. Sure. Right. Sometimes you eat alone. Sometimes yeah. you get a DoorDash. Right. So, uh, generally, the Champion Store has three squares out there for you. You know, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But sometimes they don't. So, you know, you're always in a different courtesy car. I, I think I blew up Marriott. I'm now a Marriott Elite Gold <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> right. I was like, woohoo, this is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, like 130 stays like last year in, on, in Marriott's. Uh, so, you know, it, it, the glamorous part of it isn't there. But, you know, when you play well, it's really cool. Yeah. You know, it's really cool. I like, can imagine. Senior Open was, what a week. Oh, God. <laughs> was there? Glen Eagles, there- right? Uh, that was at uh, that was the British, yeah, the senior British, British, senior British, Saucon, Saucon Valley up in yeah, Pennsylvania. That was so That's cool. what I was going to be my next question. I mean, you got to see a lot of golf courses the first time. Maybe some you had played before, but was there a kind of a surprise one that surprised you, like you a golf course that really fit your game, something you really thoroughly enjoyed? Yeah, the ones. The, <laughs> it's kind of stupid to say, but the ones I played well at, kind yeah, of fit me. Right. You know? right. Uh, Saucon Valley was great. I I have a huge respect for Firestone now. The senior players. Yeah. I think I finished eleventh there. What a track. Yeah. OMG. So good. That's on our list for next year. You have to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. you can hit a shot in the fairway and have no access to a flag. It's <laughs> like, which is crazy, right? Yeah. You know? And then there's Great. like all these little nuances. It's a, it's an unbelievable golf course. It, it's probably in my top four or five now. Wow. Yeah, it's that good. And was it your first trip to Pebble or had you played there no, before? never played there. The only one I played was Saucon. Really? The only golf course on that whole schedule was Saucon. I only played it once. Wow. Yeah. Any cities you were just like, that was awesome. Food was awesome. Any nightlife or anything that was like, I can't wait to get back. If you even yeah. got to see it. I didn't. Get, I, I'm yeah. not a nightlife guy. My yeah. nightlife was in the gym and stretching and then, you know, being in my room and, you know, writing some stuff and watching a little TV. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, because you were in Seattle. I mean, where were you? Oh, you know, gosh. You I was in Morocco. Calgary. We didn't go to Morocco. Morocco was canceled, but we did, uh, yeah, we did Washington. We were in Calgary. Uh, yeah. I loved Virginia. I mean, I, I fell in love with Virginia. Yeah, out of my craziness. Uh, I mean, you know, South Dakota was beautiful. The people were so great. Uh, You know, Pebble Beach is obviously beautiful. It's a little too much for me to drive around. People are kind of honking at you. Yeah, not maybe my cup of tea. (laughs) A lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going out there. Pebble Beach is awesome though. Once you're on the golf course, Um, you know, just Mississippi. I've never been to Mississippi. I played the Rapiscan down there, which we don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was kind of cool. I was close to my son. He came out and watched me for three days with his his roommates and girlfriend and stuff. So every every event that I went to, a Hogue Classic, one of my elementary school friends yells, Rob Brits. I haven't seen this kid since elementary school, John Holcomb. Mm-hmm. And that happened a lot in cities. I mean, I, I hadn't seen people in certain cities in That's 30 so or 40 cool. years and then come out of woodwork. It. Yeah. it was really cool. That's wild. Yeah. I love it. How, and I, like I said, I know you've had the experience before at some of the PGA championships like that, but generally like week in and week out, what was it like playing in front of crowds? Oh, I, that's, I love that. Yeah. I love crowds. Do they fuel you? Do you oh feel like gosh. It? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I'm the guy who likes to go talk. To, so, you know, the guys out there have been doing this for a long time, right? Right, right. So I'm, I can't say that they're they're used to it. They're probably super used to it. And as you do something for a long time, you become blind with mm-hmm. the stuff maybe around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I like to, I mean, I like to talk because that that gets me relaxed. Like if yeah. I'm on the first tee, I was on the first tee of the last uh, one of the last playoff events, and and there's a bunch of people behind us. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, everybody? And they're like, whoa, what's yeah. up? Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, they're having a good time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's that's relaxes me. Yeah. And then I could hit the shot and then, you know, the, and then the crowds kind of get behind you because they like to see you talk to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the guys don't really talk to the crowds, you know, but it's okay. It doesn't mean yeah, they're, they're right. sure. wrong or right. It's just, it's just what I like to do because yeah. uh, it takes me out of the moment and then I can get in the moment when I'm hitting a shot. So it, it relaxes me. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. want to be focused for four and a half hours. I want to focus for my shot and then get out of it. Right. 
You know, we right. talked about that. Yeah, you're seconds. saying like, exactly. Because <laughs> how hard it can be to hold that mental attention and that. So actually, I wanted to go back to that too, because you mentioned before, like that was one of the biggest things you learned was how mentally exhausted you were. Was that something you realized after the season when you were decompressing it or did you feel it out there? I felt it. But you didn't realize. The last few events. Okay. And I didn't know what it was. Okay. I was like, wow, the adrenaline must be wearing off. Wow, I'm getting a little frustrated. I was like, hmm. Uh, you know, I, people don't notice that. Right. This is me talking to you guys internally, feeling right. what my belly feels like. Right. I'm still going to smile. Right. But, but you know, you're, you're hitting good shots at flags. You're going over the greens. You're going in palmetto bushes. You're not playing to the best of your ability. Um, you're getting mentally tired. But I didn't understand what that was. Mm. Whereas Saucon Valley, you think about it, my best finish out there. I was over every shot. I was focused on every shot. I know the difference as I reflected right. of how I felt and the notes that I took after that event. I took yeah. notes after every event, how mm -hmm. I felt, what I thought about, you know, good shots, bad shots, sure. coming up the last hole, what I felt like first hole. So I just, and I reflect on all that. I read all that. So you, you really understand, you know, I understood at the end of the season that, you know, my full attention was there, but my brain was just tired. I mean, how many push-ups can you do? Yeah. You do 50 push-ups. They say do 50 more. You, you can't do it. Right. You can try. Right. And you might get, you might get on your knees and you might, but it's not going to be good push-ups. Yeah. That's kind of the way mental fatigue is. Yeah. And I, I experienced that for the first time in my life this year. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. good too that you, you realize that because so many of us, it just like, just not having that general self-awareness, maybe never catch quite up. Like, well, maybe I was just off that week. But I think part of that is that process that you have that I think a lot of us can learn from of like in be, you know, outside of the lines, like mm -hmm. when you're not out on the golf course, mm -hmm. when the way to think about your game, the way to think about it in a way that you can improve. Yeah. So just, I love that idea where you're noting it. Everything. So that you can go back and you have something to go back to. 100%. And I, I can show you the notes. There's pages and pages on my notes on my iPhone. And I just, every, every event. Every day, yeah. if I thought of a swing thing, I'd uh, let me get my notes out. Right. My coach, I'll let me get, oh, let me, I'm feeling this. Let me get my notes out. Right. So that way, when you look at it at the end of the season, because I want to be out there for 10 or 15 years. Yeah. I, and you can't just, it's not just like you're taking a dart and closing your eyes and doing this. You got to know what's going on. Right. So that was my way of kind of figuring it out in my way. Nobody's ever told me to do that. Yeah. That was just the way I figured out to, to do it. So. All right, we're going to get you back to the interview in a second. Just want to take this time to thank our show sponsors first, Titleist. Well, you don't get to be number one because you talk a good game. You got to earn it. Titleist earns the number one ball in golf title every week on tour with more players trusting the Pro V1 and Pro V1X than any other golf ball. And it's not even close, guys. In fact, it's often more than 70% of the field and the numbers they're even more impressive at the amateur level where pro v1 and pro v1x they're the number one choice at the ncaa's the u.s amateurs the u.s women's amateurs and so on and so forth so everyone make titleist your number one tee up the pro v1 or pro v1x on your next round and always bring your best all right guys we'll get you right back to the video in just a second but first we got to tell you the only thing better than football Sundays is football Sundays with DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're excited to be partnering with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to share an unbelievable deal with new customers. That's right. Do you want to win $150 in free bets? Well, all you need to do for new customers is to sign up for DraftKings using our promo code GOLFICITY and bet at least $5 on any pregame money line wager. If your bet hits, you're going to get $150 in free 
bets. You heard that right. That's an additional $150 in free bets if your pre-game money line wager of $5 or more hits. So if you want to up the stakes even more, try out the same game parlays where you can combine multiple bets from one game, like which team will win and how much for a shot at even bigger winnings. And if mobile sports betting is not available yet in your state, don't worry. You could still get in on the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy and DraftKings Rainmakers. And guys, DraftKings, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. Best of all, you could deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All right, so here's how you're going to take advantage of this. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Remember, new customers, use promo code GOLFICITY and bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet, and you're going to get $150 in free bets if your bet wins. So remember, that's promo code GOLFICITY only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, and of course, we got to thank FootJoy as well. Guys, FootJoy just released their most advanced layering apparel system ever. It's called the Thermo Series, and it has helped us play as the temperatures have dipped more and more. But what I like so much about it, this collection, it's got your base layers, you have your mid layers, you have your outer layers, and even pants, and they're all designed to move with you without restriction. Because at the end of the day, you can be warm, but you got to be able to swing as well. And FootJoy has done such a great job of making everything in the Thermo Series lightweight, so it reduces reduces that bulk, but it's also temperature regulation. So you can layer up. Uh, we know sometimes t- temperature and, and the different conditions we face out there, it's not something that's that's static. It's dynamic. It's changing. And you can change with it as you kind of move through your layers, no matter how many layers are required out there. And the system just works so well together. So check out the Thermo series. It's also some of the sleekest <laughs> looking stuff we've seen them come out with. Love the colorways. Love the design. Just great stuff, and we've been wearing it all the time. So you want to play even deeper into the season, you need to check out the new FootJoy Thermo Series. Find out more about the entire lineup at footjoy.com. All right, guys, let's get right back into our interview. And then for next year to combat that same thing occurring with just the mental you know, exhaustion, I know we talked about taking the grinding of Monday and Tuesdays out. Was there anything else you've kind of put in your game plan to combat that so you don't get to that point again? Yeah. I mean, the Mondays and Tuesdays, I think, are going to be the biggest the biggest thing. Yeah. Because by Sundays, I was in contention four or five events where I was either leading after the second round and whatever, uh, and I didn't finish well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that had to do with, think about it, you know, you're out there for three weeks, you just played your, your 21st straight day. Um, and you're, when you're in a tournament, you're grinding a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. You know, your focus is a little bit more because, because it's a tournament. Right. So you don't realize how much energy you're actually yeah. giving out when you do that. Uh, and then by the, and I wanted to win so bad guys. I mean, you, yeah. you know, I mean, so yeah. I may be pressed a little hard in the final rounds, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to make things happen instead of just going out there playing and having a good time. But again, all reflection, you know, right. we take it into next year. We tweak a few things here and there. Worked with my coach the other day. He says, he said, we can prove a quarter shot around. You would have been here on the money list. Like, I mean, if I had one shot back in the senior US Open, you can do this all day long. All day long. I'd be in the top 20, one shot. Because that's how much money it was, you know, from fourth to second. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so a little bit is just like somebody taking a little bit of that desire to win pressure off while still re- retaining all that competitiveness and the, the want to win, but taking yeah. a little bit of the, the pressure edge off of it. Yeah. That was the hard, because I, that's the hardest part for me because yeah. I want it so bad. Like yeah. you guys know, I mean, yeah. I try to do everything I can to right. like win. And when it doesn't happen, you got to reflect and figure out why you didn't and why you either played poorly or, um, you know, and 
I noticed a few things too with my trainer and a new trainer that I'm, I'm going to start to work with. Um, you know, Curtis Jackson's been doing great with my body. I'm injury free. Mm-hmm. I met Elker's trainer out there, uh, Tyson, uh, and we're going to start doing some stuff together. He noticed a few deficiencies in my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a physical screening the other day. So, you know, those things are going to, you know, take it's maybe a quarter shot around that's all yeah, you need right so. i mean speaking with it had to be harder i know you're a guy who like who maintains a really a well-balanced diet and things like that it had to be harder to do that on the road um yeah so here's that's the funny part so and, and not to promote a, a product but you know i, I started drinking this stuff athlete okay mm-hmm. a year ago it's one of Seen my sponsors sure. right athlete mm-hmm. right yeah um I started before Q school and it was like one of these things where it tastes, tastes good, tastes like tang. And I was like, okay, got the B vitamins and it's all natural, you know, ashwagandha and turmeric and all that stuff. I had my blood drawn. I got my physical at the end of the season and I didn't, I ate good, mm-hmm. right? I, I enjoyed some steaks out there. Uh, I enjoyed a few desserts, which I normally don't do. And I thought that this year was going to be my worst year right. ever for having my blood drawn. Right. And it was my best year ever. Really? And I attribute it all to athlete. There you go. We're going to have to check that out. I'm telling you. I mean, we say even just the few short weeks that we travel and we're so busy. And I feel like that's when all the the stuff goes out the window, like all the good eating we do at home. So just again, just the challenges of being on the road. You got to find the little, little things that actually make it better. And that was a big thing for me. Yeah. You know, a drink. Right. But it's a natural drink and it just helps your body. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. I just turned 40. Right RL now, Golf, so like, RL golf 15 yeah. if you want to go athlete. Yeah. <laughs> You'll save 20%. You <laughs> Done. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, talk about, like, we talk about how yours, it was such a feel good story coming out of Q school last year. Now we've got, I think it was five guys who got yeah. through. Richard Green. Another great stories. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, just the emotion of seeing similar to with yours of like people who've grinded for a long time and knocked on that door for so long and finally getting through. So now that you're one year ahead of them, what kind of advice would you have for them? Well, so West short, uh, has been out there. Okay. So he lost his card this year, yeah. but he just finished second, I think to okay. get his card back. Right. Uh, Wes has been out there a long time. He's won out there. Um, Richard Green, I played with in the senior PGA championship mm-hmm. uh, up at the KitchenAid in, in Michigan. Lefty, uh, really good, solid player. I mean, he's going to do great out there. Uh, Tim O'Neill, he got a few sponsors invites. I met Tim when we were out there. And I met Tim a long time ago, but uh, he's another great player. Yeah. So you're, you got some... Uh, you got some really solid guys coming out to, to come out and compete. Yeah. Um, yeah. What advice would I give them? You got to start somewhere. I mean, I, <laughs> right. I threw myself in 150% and I was like, I'm going to just, I hate to say balls to the wall and make sure that I can just get everything done. I might burn myself out, which I did, mm-hmm. but you learn from that. And then you reel it in. Um, I would tell them to not go my route. I would say, go a little easy on yourself. You, you're out there and that's all you get to do is pr- play and practice. That's all you want to do. Right. Yeah. But you can't. Mm. It's, it sounds so counterintuitive because you want to and you have time to, but you can't. Yeah. It's just going to do you a disservice. And I feel like that's something you could have only learned from experience. Only way. No one could have told you that. Nope. Because you, uh, you, you know, you get that in your mind like, I'm going to grind it out and I'm going to go, as you say, fully. I'm, I'm in better shape than most of the guys out there, not knocking any of the guys, but cause I, cause I try to, and I, I knew physically I was going to stay there. Yeah. Uh, but then the mental part is what, you know, is yeah. where you fall is where you fall short and that's right. what happened. So, but now I know this year. So if I could tell them one thing, it's just, you know, go out there, play your pro-ams, do one practice round and relax and just, it'll be fine. That's cool. It'll be fine. And then you personally, do you have an event you have your eyes really set on specifically? Was there a place you feel like I did well there, I could do even better, uh, something that's going to get even more of your attention or 
the senior majors, yeah. the majors. I want to win the, the senior PGA and the senior U.S. Open. I was so close to the senior <laughs> yep. U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, and really any tour event. But the senior majors, I've always said I want to win senior majors. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on senior Will majors. there be any difference in prep for those weeks? Will you go and will you do a Monday that day or, or something a little bit different? You just kind of keep your pace. Now it's going to be Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm going to, I'm going to go a little easier on myself. Yeah. That's going to be big for me. Even on major weeks. Yeah. Even on major weeks. Okay. Cause you know, you get out there and you see the crowds and the fans and you want to, you want to be out there. You feel like you need to be out there because it's your job. Right. And you feel like, okay, well I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice because I need to, cause I'm right. a professional golfer, mm -hmm. but you actually do yourself a disservice because you get mentally tired. Yeah. So I'm going to take those Mondays and Tuesdays, maybe work a couple hours, stretch a little more, do a little more visual visualization. And then, um, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays we play our pro-ams mm -hmm. so I'll play Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and I'll be I'll be ready for Sundays come along when I get myself in contention yeah you've seen the course enough it's, at that point it's yeah. always wondered because I see some of these That's guys great. like on the PGA Tour will go like uh, to Augusta a week early or something and then it just feels like they're playing it for two weeks ahead of something it's hard to hard to you know, not play Augusta when, right. when you can play it, you know, it's like, Oh, I think I got to play it. Maybe it's not prep. It's just an excuse to hey, get, right. get those rounds. In, in Augusta. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably a little bit more <laughs> than the prep, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where you take it from there. And I, I think as the main point here, we, what we really want to do is, is as much as we could a live vicariously and see what that's like to now going from, the dream job come true to now actually doing it, but also what you kind of learned along the way. And I think that's so incredible that somebody who's even known the game as long as you have learned something very specific about the game and yourself just from being out there this year. Biggest, biggest learning year I've ever learned about myself. Mm, I mean, I, I, did, I, I got to know myself more than anything. Um, you know, as a club pro, you, you're not reflecting on yourself you're helping your students, you're helping your members, you're helping your owners, you're doing all that stuff. But like when you're out there and you're playing golf for yourself, you got to learn about yourself. And I grew as I grew, I'm 51 years old. I matured a lot this year. Um, I became a better player. I became a better father. Mm -hmm. When I was home, I was present with my kids mm -hmm. all the time. I wasn't booking lessons and get on the phone. I was with my, my wife even told me that the other day. She told somebody else that the other day. She's like, you know, Rob's home now he's present. Yeah. She goes, it's really cool to have him around, yeah. uh, which, you know, I think I'm becoming a better person because I understand myself more and I've put in the time to, to succeed. So now I can, I can, I'm still going to put in the time, don't get me wrong, but I'm right. not going to put in as much time. I'm going to stay a little fresher. That was the biggest draw that I got out of this year. Yeah. yeah totally. Just approaching it with that wisdom under your belt. Yeah. So what will be the first event you'll be in so that people can tune in if they want to watch you play? What will be your first event for next year? Yeah. So I think it's going to be Morocco if I get in. I know it's a reduced field, uh, but I also know that a lot of the guys don't go over there for <laughs> some reason. Uh, maybe it's a big trip for them. Uh, so it'll be Morocco and then the Chubb. Uh, the Chubb, I, I've got a nice sponsor's invite if I don't get into the field, uh -huh. uh, which is cool. So those first two, if we come out and get a win early, all is good. Oh, that'd be awesome. sweet. <laughs> or you could just do what I do is I have you as a favorite on the PGA Tour app, which can be good and bad because anytime you tee off, it lets me know. Cool. And it tells me everything. It tells me if you triple bogey. It tells me if you birdie. So well, some notifications triple bogey in any first holes. I mean, come on, dude. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. 
But I get all I, the updates on you. I turn some of those alerts off. Most are better Mike. than good. Like, bad. <laughs> I had those alerts on for Mike, but I was getting too many triple bogeys. So yeah, then he just turned them off. Them off. Did yeah, I just turned them right off. Well, listen, Rob, we appreciate it. You know, taking the time to sit down with us here, and I know this is a time for real relaxation for you and catching up with people and being home and recharging. So, thanks for taking the time. This has just been—it's been enlightening to learn from your experience, and you know, we'll be rooting you on hard. I appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. I love being on your show. If I can give a couple shout outs Absolutely. Uh, to one of the best places I stayed at was one of my sponsors, Ed Tuccio in Naples at the Chubb. He's got this beautiful place and this huge, huge one of these high rises that got hit by the hurricane. But um, all my sponsors, uh, you know, um, Glen Arbor has been amazing. Uh, Centerview has been amazing. Uh, Orion Infrastructure Capital, um, Tuccio, um, it, uh, Golden Child Holdings, Crystal Burgers, uh, Stone Street, uh, or Stony, oh God, Stony River, um, J. Alexander's. I mean, all these these great restaurants that are owned by Golden Child Holdings. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, God, they've just been so they've been so supportive. Uh, I, am I forgetting somebody? I'll tell you what, I love that though because like we we get so used to seeing Athlete, which we just talked about. Thank right. you. Athlete, we we yeah. get so used to seeing a name on the leaderboard, but it's the team that supports those names that we don't know enough about. Right. And it's just, it's incredible because, and no one, I don't think could do it without the teams. And There's it's no just way. great to hear you talk about how they helped you along the way. Everyone from your wife booking the Airbnbs yeah. to everything, you know, it's just, it's incredible. It is incredible. So, I and couldn't done it without them. Uh, Orion infrastructure capital. One of my members, I just saw, thank you. I just big thank you to everyone. Uh, and the club here. I mean, I, you know, the owners and the members here are, I mean, they made it so easy for me. This year. Did they it keep was, your desk warm for you? They kept my desk warm for me. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, paychecks were coming in, so we didn't have to worry about it. You know, expenses. It just it was really comfortable and yeah, it's just amazing, amazing team behind me. So thank you. Thank you. I guys. think I think there's a lot of people who want to see that you succeed and, and we'll all be there cheering when you do get that first one. I can't wait because we're so I, go get we better it. do the po podcast right after we're it there. so we can start going woo because <laughs> yep. it's going to happen baby. I'm moving from Mike to get on a plane he's going to leave we're going to get we're going to go out there and get that podcast <laughs> alright Rob thanks again I'm sure this won't be the last time on the podcast but cool thanks for coming on thanks boys thank you, you guys are awesome <laughs>